Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mason, we're still on break. Oh, I know. I know you don't like that. But uh, luckily, the content doesn't stop, not even for a second. That's a relief. Especially at bigsandwich.co, Mason, where we've got a huge back catalogue of stuff, exclusive stuff. If people sign up, they might want to listen to it. It's like our private Patreon, Mason. That's right, but legally distinct. That's right. And one of the things we do every month is something called the Time Crapsule. That's right. James and Mason's Time Crapsule. Every episode, we pick a year in pop culture and we go, is this any good? Yep. Or was this, would we be depressed to live in this era? It's usually the depressed thing. Uh, <laughs> it oftentimes it is. <laughs> Surprisingly, the further back you go in history, the more depressing the uh, the state of the very state of pop culture is. But what we're doing is we're picking every we're picking a year we're we're picking over its carcass. Yes, and we're like was this a good year for pop culture? Did this influence yep. the modern day? Is there some weird stuff that happened? Always. Or there's always a weird thing. <laughs> is there a weird trend? We find a weird guy who did a weird thing. And some guy who's just <laughs> said he did a thing, but it's obviously a lie. <laughs> is there an animal that became a movie star <laughs> for 50 years somehow? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy the Raven. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about him. So, yeah, this is just one of those episodes. Uh, if you do want to go back and look at any of this, uh, as we've mentioned in previous weeks, we also have uh, a show called We Got We Got This Covered where we look at clickbait. We have a comic book club. We, have, we also do movie commentaries. That's right. So, yeah, there's a huge back catalogue if you are interested. But, but don't even worry if you're not interested in any of that. Maybe you just want to listen to this and go, no, thank you. That's right. I will wait for regular Weekly Planet when it returns on September. What's the date, Mason? The 5th or something? Tell me the date, Mason. Might be the 5th or something? Is it the 5th? Let's find out. It is, yes. Yes. Not that I didn't trust you. I just mm. never thought that you'd get that right. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So anyways, we really appreciate uh, any support that you give or none at all. We appreciate you allowing us so to take we this appreciate, So we appreciate no support at all. No, I like people just listening. It's good fun, man. No, you said no support at all. We appreciate people who don't, don't oh, even listen. I guess. Yeah. Because then they're not hassling us. Sure. I guess. <laughs> we appreciate any and all people up to but not including just flat-out abuse. We don't like that. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Anyways, uh, we hope you're having a good time. We'll be back very soon. Uh, thank you very much. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you real soon. Well, and here's the thing I, we said. Yeah. The time crap show. Yeah, yeah. Folks, welcome once again to another episode of James and Meso's Time Crapsula podcast. James is filled with joy over there on the other side of the table. I certainly am. Every episode we pick a year. At random, we look at all the random. pop culture and we're like, what's this up? a good what's year? This? What's this? Would we have wanted to live in this year or is it a pop culture wasteland? <laughs> is it a pop culture desert or a pop culture oasis? Oh, that's great. And Speaking of, course, of oasis. Oh, that's right. The Beatles. That's <laughs> exactly right. It's we're talking about the Beatles year 1965. Stuff. That's right, yeah, Which yeah, may yeah. have inspired a certain couple of brothers from, where were they from? London. Welsh. I don't think they're Welsh. 
the Oasis Brothers. Welsh. Liam and Noel Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> Noel Oasis sort of rolls off the tongue very well. It does, doesn't it? Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Anyway, we picked 1965 and we're like, wonder what happened in here. Yeah, lots um, of stuff, it turns yeah. out. It was a big year. For example... Uh, they were good at predicting the future in that year because in 1965, a U.S. Senate subcommittee predicted that by the year 2000, Americans would be working 20 hours a week and vacationing seven plus weeks a year. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's unfortunate, isn't it? Isn't it though? Yeah, that's some that's some teacher holidays there, right there. Oh, yeah? Seven weeks. Those here. bloody bludgers, am I right, James? Mm. James? No, it's well earned, Mason. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to you're not going to trap me on that. <laughs> okay. I, even though I don't teach anymore, I you still respect the craft of teaching. <laughs> No, but that's not that's not that's not yeah. that's not to say that they don't deserve a break like everybody else. Also, doesn't count all the time they're in the bloody staff room. That's true. I just I just had a flashback of being too afraid as a child to go into the staff room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The staff room nowadays, I'd kick that door in. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. What I'm, are you up to? I don't know what I'm doing there, but I'm <laughs> kicking the door and I'm like, "What are you doing?" You know what? What it's for? You go in there to be like this kid, this goddamn yeah, kid. Right. Uh-huh. That's what it's for. Yeah, I bet. that's why you're afraid. You don't want them talking about you. I, I, didn't, I didn't like spending a lot of time in the staff room. Like you poke your head and you're like, hello, what's up? Quickly at my lunch and then I'll go and like. You're talking about as a teacher. Yeah, yeah. Not as a student. On, yeah, because I'd hey, go. What's, on, guys, what's going on? I'm going to eat my lunch. But uh, I'd go and work because I'd be like, if I work now, I'd have to work after school. That's you true. Know, you don't get paid extra wow. for being there. Well, that's how I know I could never be a teacher because I would have done all the work after school. I would have been like, <laughs> well, I could work now, but I don't want to. <laughs> Future me can deal with working. Oh, no, Mason. Mm, that's right. Should we talk about some movies then? Yes, please. These are the some of the popular movies. The Sound of Music was the biggest movie of the year, Mason. It was a surprise smash hit, and it launched uh, a new era of musicals, some of which I remember and most of which have faded mm. into uh, obscurity. You know, you know, one thing we haven't done on this is, is just go 1965 on pop culture on Google and then look at the questions that people have asked. Oh, wow, that's something new. What else have we got? Oh, should I do the movies quick, quickly? Oh, yeah, cool. Dr. Zhivago, Thunderball. Oh, so, yeah, let's was that the second that. one? Uh, no, the second one was, um, was the third one then. from Russia with Love. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But I was just going to say one of the questions is, what was the most popular thing in 1965? Let's find out. And the answer was, in 1965, The Sound of Music was the highest grossing film. Great. So Great. nothing, no, there's no new information. The, the, no, that's true. I just, <laughs> but here, here are the other questions, James. You ready? Uh, why was 1965 so important? What was big news in 1965? Wow. Uh, hang on. Ollie. What happened April 1965? What happened November 1965? What happened October 1965? What happened March 1965? When? Why did Thomas Edison invent the light bulb? <laughs> in 1965? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fascinating and all very relevant. But uh, adjusted for inflation, I believe, yeah. Thunderball is the... Highest grossing Bond movie ever. Really? Because okay. it was $140 million at the time. Did which it? is like a billion dollars now. Oh, my God. That's so incredible. That's, that's impressive. Also, Thunderball is the one I like talking about the most because it's the one produced by Kevin McClory. The one they can keep remaking? Yeah. Oh, they so, did Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he, years prior when uh, Ian Fleming wanted to make the jump from Bond being in books to the big screen, he worked with Kevin McClory, who was this screenwriter, mm. and Jack Whittingham, who was another screenwriter, on a, a new Bond script. Like yeah. a, not, not an adaptation of an existing book, but a, a new storyline. And then the whole thing fell apart for a variety of reasons. And then shortly thereafter, Kevin McClory received an advanced copy of uh, Ian Fleming's new book, Thunderball, which contained... Wow. All the plot elements that they had had discussed. And there was That's a huge, so lucky. There, yeah, there was a huge lawsuit. And if now if you pick up a copy of Thunderball, it says um, in, in the, like the, the jacket sleeve, it'll always say like 
written by Ian Fleming based on a screenplay by uh, the two other okay. guys. Yeah, I get you. Uh, and yeah, and, um, but yeah, so they, they uh, Kevin McClory basically got these weird rights to make. I've discussed this before, but I love yeah. it. He got these weird rights to make his own James Bond movie, but only using the elements that he developed for this script, which was Blofeld, Blofeld and Spectre, yeah. and and the theft of two two nuclear warheads. Yeah. And that's why I took several Daniel Craig movies to put Spectre. Yeah, that's in. right. <laughs> and and essentially, what they did is they when when they eventually came to making Thunderball several years later, mm. they were like, uh, "We'd like to make you a producer on this, but you can't make an you can't you still have the rights to make your." Movie in perpetuity, essentially, but don't you can't do it for ten years. And they were like, I, I, I'm pretty sure they were like, if we if we get him to make this, mm. he'll like once he's made it, he will get it out of his. He'll system. get it out of his system. But it turns out, spite is a huge motivator because like and exa- money. Exactly ten years later, he's like, I'm going to make another one of these. And he did in '83. Yeah, he made Never Say Never Again. Yeah, who. Uh, which also starred Sean Connery out of spite. Yes, because it initially wasn't going to be Connery, but then he's like. And that would have helped immensely with yeah, the box yeah, office. Yeah. I think mm. – what did it go up against? I can't – which Roger Moore one it went up against. But oh, it did, Octopussy maybe? Yeah, it did pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it beat it, but it did pretty no, well. No, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's – again, I love that because it's so wild. It's like if somebody wrote some Marvel comics back in the 60s mm. and then they just got the rights to make an Iron Man movie. Just had it, Just had yeah. them in their back pocket at all times. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a loaded weapon that would be for Absolutely. Marvel. Kevin Feige every day would be like having a meeting with that guy being like, Give me the thing. Give me the, give give me me the, the thing. thing. Yeah. Give me the thing. I'm I'll put it under the, my hat. I'm just going to let the dog out. Rough, 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 rough. So why don't you, Mason? Mm-hmm. Just, just, sit. just sit silently? Okay, I'll do that. Bye, Ollie. Bye-bye. I'll see you later. Uh, are you familiar with the movie? Those magnificent men and their flying machines. No, I've heard the song. That was a movie. Uh, the really? Great Race. Think, do you think the song was based on the... No. Those magnificent men in their flying machines. They go up to the up and go down to the down. They go down to the down. Exactly. I don't know that song now. Yeah, it's a movie. Terrific. Ronsley, a press owner, announces an air race in order to boost the circulation of his newspaper. But one of the participants, Percy... Pilot, pilot plots to sabotage his competitors' planes. Percy Trump. Does it say any? Is there any reference to Down to the It says down, there down. are no songs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pseudo, oh, there's a pseudo sequel, though. I'll tell you that oh much. Goodness. Let me check. Song, song, song. Yeah, there was a song, and uh, yeah, et cetera. That's terrific. Anyways, Mason, uh, The Great Race, that da- damn cat, or darn da- cat. cat so, yeah, da- it looks like an M. Cat below. Uh, and what's new, Pussycat? So just three cat-themed movies. Cat Baloo was that? I think I think Elvis is in that movie. I don't know. It's one of those um, ones where okay, he's yeah. going to drive a car or drive a boat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of, uh, I was actually having a conversation just quickly uh, about Elvis the other day. Uh-huh. I think it was with my mum. She's like, I was watching one of those old movies, and you know, he didn't he wasn't even playing the guitar in those movies. I don't think he could actually play guitar. And I'm like, they're miming. They're not. They're not really <laughs> playing it. Like you know that, no, right? That's like right. you've known that that's in movies that don't really. Most of the time, they're not playing the instruments, especially not from like that era. Mm. She's like, "Well, I thought he was a good. I always thought he was a good guitarist. Like, it's a movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know what do you mean? Mm. She went to an Elvis exhibition. That's why. Anyway, oh, my parents also went to the Elvis exhibition. Of course, they did. Did they? No, they did. Yeah, they. And did. afterwards, my parents were like, "Not a fan." Didn't yeah, of never, my parents. Yeah, <laughs> they saw him there. Wow, yeah. brutal. No, my mum's like just not an Elvis fan. Oh. She's like, "Yeah, he's all right." The, uh, uh, the 1965 was the first time us. When you said that that damn cat, damn 1965 cat. was the first year in which a swear word was on TV. And what was it? It was damn. It was C bomb, wasn't it? But also, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that is in 
America, it was damn. Yeah. But in the UK, the first F-bomb dropped. Nice. Year. Was it like John Cleese on a talk show or something? I'll find out for you by doing a search right now. If you could. Okay. So, yeah, interesting year for movies. The only one I would say that's really kind of resonated is probably the first three, Dr. Uh, Dr. Zhivago, Thunderball, and Sound of Music. Even then, though, like, I, I couldn't tell you what Dr. Zhivago is about for a million years. For a million years, I couldn't tell you. Not for a million years. If I had a years. million years, I'd wow. never figure it okay, out. Okay, here, here's where it is. The first ever swear word, heard, on, heard it, in quotes, heard on American primetime network TV was damn by Miss Pringle <gasps> in an episode of My Favourite Martian. Oh, okay. But in the UK, the first use of the F word on television was on November 13, 1965, Towards the end of the year, thought he'd squeeze it out. Squeeze it in. By literary agent Kenneth Tynan during a satirical discussion show on the BBC. Mm, That sounds just like every show on the BBC. Right. Just a panel of comedians being like, you're a prick and you're a prick. Yeah. And you're a prick. It was on the TV show. Who's lying though? It was on the TV show, Would I Swear to You? (laughs) Would I Swear at You? I'm going to swear at you. I'm going to swear at you. (laughs) Nine out of ten cats would say the F-bomb. Is that a good show? People like it, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, here's some TV shows, though, from the era that debuted. Hoggins Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, famously, the lead guy from that was murdered under suspicious circumstances. No, James, he killed himself. No. It, it was, was completely... It was Willem Dafoe. I saw the movie. Oh, it was no. probably Willem Dafoe. Oh, no. But he was a bad guy. What was his yeah. name again? Bob... Crane. Yeah. He, uh, he used to bring women back to have sex with them and film them. And now I think his son sells that stuff online people oh well that's i mean it's probably morally fine because they're all dead now i agree yes yeah, so that's fine you're not going to believe this but days of our lives started it has wow. never stopped mm. uh lost in space green oh, that, that's never stopped either because obviously we got that series yeah we got the wonderful movie with um matt leblanc matt leblanc and then we got the tv, TV show on netflix which will never be cancelled no i think it has been cancelled it will never be cancelled. okay sure james right. uh the green acres the wild wild west all mm. the, the sci-fi yes. western, which, of course, has continued forever because it became that movie. That's right. And now it's, um, it's on Netflix. An endless runner <laughs> mobile phone <laughs> game. Uh, I with dream- a, with a, like a weird chip-tune version of the theme song, <laughs> which is not quite the same. I've made that up, by the way. But it's a good joke, though. Yeah. I, dream of, I Dream of Genie. Oh. Uh, Get Smart. F yeah. Troop. Thunderbirds. Which became a movie, but they weren't puppets. Do you remember? I do, yes. Yeah. Bill Paxton was in it, I well, think. Well, I mean, from from famous quotes from the year, mm. number one, sorry about that, Chief, from Maxwell that, Smart. Oh, very that? good. But also, caution, cigarette smoking may be hazardous to your health. Is that true? That's the US Surgeon General. Wow. Also, turn on, tune in, and drop out. That's Dr. Timothy Leary. Who's that? The drugs guy. Mr. Drugs. What's the what's The, the what's king the, of drugs. He likes drugs, does he? He was all about... Guys, you've got to do some LSD. Well, I'm not about that, so I'm glad I haven't heard of him. because An he's American like psychologist influence. and writer known for his strong advocacy of psychedelic drugs. Mm, Evaluation- the Joe Rogan of his day. Evaluations of Leary are polarised, ranging from bold oracle to publicity hound. I think you ta- lean towards that last one, I would reckon, because <laughs> you're a square. Yeah, man. Mm. Uh, the uh, the FBI, that show, which was also, that's the show in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know the one that they oh, show that DiCaprio's the, the, in? Oh, in. Oh, that was, yeah. okay, that was a real show. Yeah, I go. think so. I believe it's that show. Uh, I Spy, which became an Eddie Murphy, Owen Wilson oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Fry was a bloody Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah Bill Cosby, else, yeah. Else yeah. The Hollywood Squares. For sure, yeah. Kimber the White Lion. Oh. Ultraman, a special effects fantasy series. 
which is the full title. Uh, and then, of course, there was a Beatles animated series before we do Music Mason. This is The Beatles was a Saturday morning animated series featuring representation of the popular English, English rock band of the same name. Who? They did all the songs and all that. I can't remember. They did all the songs and such. Okay. But it wasn't their voices. I looked into it. Oh. Ran for a couple of seasons and then it was on in syndication until 1969. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mason Music. Nice. This is your wheelhouse. Oh, well, I think the biggest song of the year I, I, I was um, uh, Bloody... Help? No. I mean, that Help was, was a big song. It might have been... Rolling Stones. Might have been I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Uh, oh, I read how that started. Um, um, was it Mick Jagger couldn't I get read no it Satisfaction? Here. Yeah, that's funny. Keith Richards. It's not funny, James. <laughs> Men not getting satisfaction. It's a serious business. <laughs> Keith Richards came up with a famous guitar rift for Satisfaction. Oh, there was a guitar rift? Yeah, when he woke up from a deep sleep and sung the riff for three seconds to a tape recorder only to then fall back to sleep again. Whoa. God, see, you just got to write down all of your ideas when even you're, if they're man, you're even insane if they're ideas nonsense, when you're yeah. asleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one more music fact. Okay. Pete Best. Oh, I know this one. Oh, do you want to do it? Well, Pete Best this that year, I believe, released uh, an album. Oh, who is Pete Best first? Oh, Pete Best was a was a one-time drummer for the Beatles, sometimes called the Fifth Beatle, although numerous people are often called the, bit, the Fifth Beatle. Also, he was the Fourth Beatle and they replaced him. <laughs> it's true. So yes. you know, yeah. we were talking recently. There was a there. Um, if if you're a fan of Do Go On, no. Well, imagine if you were. Yeah. Um, they did an episode recently with comedian Cameron James about Jimmy Nickel, who was the Beatles drummer for like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't I, in when the Beatles toured Australia, he was temporarily the drummer at that point. But then uh, because Ringo was sick, but then Ringo was like, "This guy's stealing my bits. I'm going to go down to." Get out into Australia and get him. Oh, actually, did and they that. sent him home alone? Is that true? That is true. Yeah, they just <laughs> sent him to the airport alone. <laughs> well, that's what you get for that is what helping you get. out. I hope he got paid mm. some money, but he probably oh, got... no. He actually got paid a lot of money. Did he? Like it was just, it was like ten grand a day or something. Oh or something. shit! Or yeah, something like that. Wow, good for or him. Ten grand a show or something. It was yeah. like some insane amount. Yeah, that's insane for now. Yeah, yeah, that's YouTube money. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. No, but we didn't get to the Pete Best thing. Oh, yeah, sorry. So Pete Best <laughs> that year released an album, if I remember correctly, called – it would it would have been Best of the Beatles. It, it was, was called, called Best, Best of, of the, the Beatles, because meaning it was Pete, Pete Best from the band The Beatles. But I don't think there was any Beatles songs in there, obviously, because no. he couldn't get the rights. And So it was just him just doing an assortment of songs, probably – like covers and what well, it, it, uh, were very it, common at the time. It was um, it fooled many people into buying it, mm-hmm. and it was investigated for consumer fraud. Incredible! But the case was dropped because technically he's not wrong. He's best of the Beatles. That's true. And also, just look at the back. Yeah, the, I know. Right? Look at the back. It, it's not like it's not like you could. It's an era where you download it and be surprised. It's a big. <laughs> it's a, it's the biggest possible format for an album. You could just look at the back and go personnel. Not any of the Beatles. Okay, that's, right. then, that's terrific. Uh, so apparently his net worth is $600,000 and over 30 years later, Best received a monetary, a major monetary payout for his work at the Beatles after the release of their 1995 compilation on the early records from Anthology Number no. 1. Oh. So there you go. There Just, I go. Yeah. So well, I think well. he still might get royalties if he owns anything. I have no idea. That's pretty good. Uh, what other what other music, Mason? Or have oh. you done with music? Have you had enough of it? No, I love music. You're sick of it. Now the thing is that I love music. Oh, that's good. Um, popular musicians included. How many of these have you heard of, James? Here we go. The Beatles. No. Nah. The Rolling Stones. No, nope, sorry. Freddie and the Dreamers. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Go on. 
What do you mean go on? Do you know what what's your favorite Freddie and the Freddy Dreamers? Freddie and the Dreamers. Okay, they covered that. That's, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nice. My my favorite one is the one that goes Freddie and the Dreamers. We're Freddie and the Dreamers. You know that song? Yeah, it's really good. Freddie and the Dreamers, and we're cool as can be. You know that song? <laughs> of course, I know it. The band Freddie and the Dreamers, and this is a song, Cars, Freddie and the Dreamers. No, 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 no. Anyway, um, the animals. You know the animals. Nah, sorry. The animals did House of the Rising Sun. Don't know what, okay. mate. Sorry. Right. Uh, the Kinks. Nah. The Searchers. Yep. The Seekers. Nah. Would... <laughs> you're, were you more of a Searchers man or a Seekers man? It's important, James. Uh, I would important. be more. I, I'd be a seeker's blue okay. guy. Yeah. Moody Blues, Donovan. Mm. I'm just speeding through. Donovan. These. Donovan. Jason Donovan. Not Jason no. Donovan. Cilla Black, Dusty Springfield. You would have heard of Dusty Springfield. <laughs> Not sorry. Tom Jones. Not Simon and Garfunkel. Is he? What do you mean? <laughs> Is Simon Garfunkel? No, they're different men. <laughs> okay. God damn it, James. <laughs> Influential songs, James, include that Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Don't know it. California Girls by the Beach Boys. Sorry, no. And Hurt So Bad by Little Anthony and the Imperial. Oh, I love all those old so school bad. names. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Oh, this hurts so bad. Mm, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got some events, Mason. Go on. So uh Intelsat, also Intelsat, Intelsat One, also known as the Early Bird, was the first ever communi- commercial com- communication satellite aircraft, which was placed in orbit. In April of 1965. That's huh. big. I don't believe that. There was also the launch of the PDP-8, the only, the, the first of its kind and the only 12-bit microcomputer. Oh, the only 12-bit. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even really know what a bit is. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like much. No, but I mean back in the, you know, we know the 8-bits obviously yeah. and the 16-bits. Mm, that's true. And so forth. Uh, and also there was the first rectangular television, which came via Motorola, who are now, ex- who are now exclusively known for... Phones you don't buy. That's correct. Yes. Mm. Wow, incredible. But I've got some. Uh, I've got some other kind of situations that happen. Oh, other situations. This is, okay. uh, so have you heard about the story of Randy Gardner? No. <laughs> Randy Gardner. Randy Gardner. <laughs> a bloody maybe I've seen a few bloody movies featuring a Randy Gardner. Am I right, James? Like at the cinema? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to the cinema for these? Yep. You couldn't just watch them at home? No. Okay. No, but no video on demand. <laughs> Go to the cinema. Uh, he was a 17 year old who uh, set the scientifically documented record for the longest non stimulated human has gone uh, s- without sleep. He stayed up for oh. 11 days and reported serious cognitive and behavioral issues. These included, yeah, you, you go crazy. Mm. Uh, they, you, these included moodiness, problems with concentration, short term memory, paranoia, and hallucinations. On the 11th day, when asked, when he was asked to subtract seven repeatedly, starting with 100. He stopped at 65. When asked why he stopped, he replied he'd forgotten what he was doing. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. So this was really interesting because basically, I yeah. would stop. As a man with who's had a very good night of sleep, I would have stopped way before then, honestly. <laughs> I would have gone 93. Oh, that's it, I reckon. Uh, yeah, no, I don't 80, want to. 80, 83. <laughs> Close enough. I'm leaving. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, it's also when you go without sleep, yeah. you, yeah, apparently you are instantly cured of all of these things after a good night's sleep. Huh. So it's temporary mm-hmm. unless you've got some kind of actual like cognitive problem. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, Gatorade was also created and named in 1965 by scientists at the university of Florida. Florida Gators. That's right. At the request of the head coach, the football team, when the Gators won the orange bowl, the opposing coach said about their loss, we didn't have Gatorade. 
that <laughs> made the difference. Wow. Was he paid by Gatorade? That's my, that's my question to wow. you. So, yeah, they didn't have sugar and water. Do you want to hear some space facts, James? I know no, you, I do. I know you love all your satellite facts, but <laughs> they're, they're, that's, it's so cold and inhuman, just like you, James. These are some human space facts. Okay. Number one, cosmonaut Alexei Leonov was the first person to walk in space. I did know that, yes. Next to the Vox Hod 2. Second fact. Astronaut John Young smuggled an illegal corned beef sandwich <laughs> on board the Gemini 3 spacecraft. He was given the first reprimand in NASA's space mission history, and his snack remains the only contraband sandwich to ever make it into space. Imagine if he'd like the imagine if Gemini 3 had exploded because he brought a corned beef sandwich on, and there's just like footage from the, you know, that that's been beamed down to the the, the headquarters, yeah. and you just see like he, he opens up a, like a little Ziploc bag and a sandwich flies out and hits an air filter and then <laughs> static and then it's just a... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother f- or <coughs> sales. I definitely prefer <coughs> don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Photo from another, there's an video from another satellite of just Gemini exploding. (laughs) Oh, we laughed. We laughed because it's fun. Also, how do you, I don't know. How do you what? Space food. Would yeah. it be, is it difficult to eat a sandwich in space? I don't it must think be. so. Not with not like that. Not if it's all dry ingredients. Mm. Oh man! If I got to space, I would immediately smuggle a sandwich. I'd I would do it. You Just reckon? be like, yeah, why not? Just okay, ruin yeah. my career immediately. <laughs> he would have had to have told told them also because they didn't have video. Oh, that's so would have said, "I'm eating a sandwich." I was like, a sandwich. Ah, as, as he's taken off, he's waving out the window with a yeah, yeah. sandwich, <laughs> pretending to eat it. Like, huh? Well, look at this. Yeah, maybe, look at yeah. me. You're going to stop the shuttle? You can't. Uh, <laughs> Turns out they could. They put a big set of spike strips in front of it. It's launching. <laughs> Rips the fuel tanks out. I guess here's a couple more facts. Got it. Uh, on December 16, astronauts Wally Shearer and Tom Stafford became the first people to f- perform music in space when they played jingle bells on hom- harmonica and bells that they smuggled onto the Gemini 6. What is happening? What, is, what are these people Rogue doing? Rogue lunatics. Rogue lunatics. Okay, but all right, I... Here's 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 how why why they did it, because NASA as a as a practical joke played a parody of Hello Dolly, one of the biggest hits of the year, to wake the Gemini Six crew in 1965. That started the tradition of waking astronauts up with songs. So basically, it was like any building site yep. workplace, just lots of practical jokes and and and, and sandwiches, and sandwiches and and like bullying probably. It sounds <laughs> bullying. like just a regular workplace. Yeah. Mm. Do you want something? Couldn't do it these days. Do you want something awful? Yes. Charles Lindstar broke the world record for the most nonstop push-ups with 6,006. Did he post it, did he post it on Instagram? <laughs> I don't, it didn't say that, but oh, yes. Yeah. He only stopped at 6,006 because his coach didn't want to, him to harm himself unknowingly. 69 days later, he broke his neck, paralyzing him permanently. Were they related? I don't think so. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Cannot do six thousand and six push-ups consecutively. Yeah, this that is not possible. That's a real Jimmy the Raven situation yeah. of like just just one of these old timey facts that somebody said. Yeah, and you can't really prove otherwise. It's, it's just like, well, why would anybody lie about it? I don't know because everybody lies <laughs> all the time. Let me find out the push-up record. Apparently, the record is ten thousand five hundred and seven. Wow. So maybe he did do it. Maybe that's too many. God. I can, I could, I reckon if you like put a gun to my head, I could do fifty in a row. But I'd have to have a gun to my head. Wow. Yeah, mm. but like that's not enough to break that record. No, or my, or my neck. No, that's true. Yeah. Here's some more facts. AstroTurf was invented. Oh. Also, the Pillsbury Doughboy was introduced. Uh, his name was uh, introduced. His name is Poppin' Fresh. 
Sure, hence that Simpsons reference. That's right. Yeah. The price of the Volkswagen Bug Beetle in 1965 was $1,595. Okay. Johnny Cash's truck. How many, sorry, dollars? Uh, $1,595. Johnny Cash's truck caught fire, triggering a forest fire that burned several hundred acres in uh, Los pa- Padres National Forest. Fans of the Volkswagen in these days. That, that amount, $1,595, the equivalent of $14,507. Very reasonably That's priced. That's very reasonably priced. Yeah. God, couldn't get a, couldn't get a Volkswagen 15, 15. No, 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 you couldn't. Mm. You couldn't get like a, you could get like a decent second-hand car for that. Yeah. Johnny Cash's so, so truck caught fire, uh, caught fire triggering a forest fire that burnt several hundred acres. When the judge asked Cash why he did it, he said, I didn't do it, my truck did, and it's dead, so you can't ask, you can't question it. I mean that's true, but you did do what it. What a that's bizarre. <laughs> that whole that whole situation's bizarre. Why did I do it? <laughs> what do you mean? Why did I do it? Because <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted my truck to catch fire to burn a forest down. I'm Johnny Cash, and my legend continues. He he should have said. You mentioned the first cosmonaut to walk in space, didn't you? I did. Hugh Hefner threw a Batman themed party in 1965. ABC executive Yael Udoff was in attendance and ended up pitching the idea for a Batman TV show for the following Whoa. year. Whoa. James Russell invented the compact disc, but there didn't kind of nothing sure. happened for a while. Well, there was there was no good music to put on it, so. It's true. Uh, the species of banana eaten today is different from the species eaten pre-1965. That's why those candy bananas taste different from actual bananas. What? Yeah. That's so they used to taste like that. They used to taste like the candy bananas. That's not true. That is true. Based on a, a species of banana that doesn't exist anymore. The gross Ma- Michael banana became commercially extinct. <laughs> What's called, it's called the gross Michael? <laughs> Mikael, maybe? Maybe. Hey, you want, to, you want to try my gross Michael banana? Where's it been, Michael? Oh, I'll never tell you. But, but do you want to try <laughs> it's it? Secret. It's, it's, that's gross Michael's secret, actually. <laughs> gross Michael keeps his secrets. <laughs> Especially bad where I put my eyes. I put all the fungus on him. That was me. <laughs> Gross, Michael. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah, they became extinct. Surely they'd be able to bring that back at this point, right? I mean, maybe. Did anybody take a DNA sample? Seeds? So I don't know. Can you? I, I don't know. Uh, this James, this isn't the podcast for determining whether or not Nobody you can Nobody had back. like a separate isolated batch of these. Oh, Great question. I need to know if that banana thing is true because there's no fucking way a banana tastes like that for real. Okay, let's find You're out of your mind, Mason. Okay, RT. Uh, books and comics from the era while you're looking that up. Okay. Do you know what came out? Artificial banana flavor. Artificial banana flavor. Artificial banana flavor was a replication of the gross Michel taste, not of the Cavendish, which is the current banana. It's not a replication. Like a like a raspberry lolly doesn't taste like a fucking raspberry, does it? True. That's bullshit. I mean, tenbest.com disagrees with you, as does foodandwine.com. Give me a real website. Sciencefriday.com. Give me bigsandwich.co if that Ooh, big sand- with me. BBC.com says, says it's... Uh, They're all linking to this. America's thing. Test Kitchen. That's a real website. Oh, wait, it says alleged reason. There we go. Mm. Oh, it's, yeah, people lie. But That's what true. fruit lolly yes. tastes like the fruit is my point. Orange. Not really. I don't know, though. Uh, books and comics, Mason. Do you know what came out this year? Dune. Dune. Frank Herbert's Dune. Dune. Uh, Fox in socks. Oh, and before, but okay, continue that. But I have a, and I have a fact. The about man you. with the golden gun. Give me nah, a Dune. Nah, f- nah. Give me a Dune nah, fact. Nah. 
Yeah. Oh, one more. Girls used to buy comic books as much as boys. Superman's girlfriend, yes, uh, Lois Lane, was the third best-selling title in 1965, selling four times as many copies as today's most popular comic That's books. That's very true. So here's the here's the uh, here's the fun fact about Dune, the Go. book Dune. After being rejected by twenty publishers, Frank Herbert's 1965 sci-fi classic Dune was finally picked up by Chilton Books. The publisher was previously known only for those big car repair manuals sold in auto parts stores. I'm a big fan of those, actually. Yeah, yeah. Same. Mm. I mean, I don't need them. Nah, because I know how to do car stuff. I was actually born. Yes. With a car, so that's how I know. You're born with a car. My brother's a car. Oh, sure. And that's why I know cars so much. Okay, wow, well, Because well, in the well. womb, I was, yeah, looking, I was looking at cars. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, did you not know my brother was a car? I mean, which brother? The one you don't like. That makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> I didn't know, but. Uh, big year for in- the introduction of comic book characters. Mm. You to name a few, but there's more than this. Absorbing Man, Beast Boy, Dragon Man, Egg Fu, Fandral, Fritz the Cat, Hercules, the Marvel version, The Inhumans. Ooh. Judo Master, Juggernaut, Caecilius, Lobo, Lucifer, the Marvel version, mm. Harry Osborn, Stiltman, The Warriors 3, Wonder Girl. That's a lot of stuff. I agree. Mm. But none of them are like... None of them are like A+. I would say like Inhumans is probably the biggest. Yeah, there's no A-list stuff there. Like there's names we recognize yeah. and like characters that have, have endured for a long time. I like agree. your Wonder Girls. But there's a lot of like joke stuff like Stiltman. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know some toys that were popular? Yes. Cap pistols. Oh, yes. You know, you go bang, 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 bang. And I know what like, cap um, pistols are, like, yes. oh, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Can you still get those? Yeah, probably. I think nice. they're not as good or loud. Uh, G.I. Joe was interesting. Also, just get like a fake gun and they could electronically make a loud <laughs> it's noise. True. You don't need it. Nah, it's not the same. Yeah, it's you, the can't, same. you can't smell that gunpowder going off. It's true. You can't think you're going to blow your hand off doing it. Mm. Here's one, Here's one, James. You'll love a toy that you'll love. Yeah. Slumber Party Barbie dolls. Oh, I got this, yeah. Came with a diet book entitled How to Lose Weight, telling her don't eat and a bathroom scale set at 110 pounds, which is like 50 kilos. It's not. It's not a lot. It's, it's, yeah. Barbie's tall as well. It's true, and impossibly, yeah. she's a real, you know? Yeah, hmm. a bitch, is what you're saying? No, an hourglass figure. I was making the the, the, well, the trademark noise of the hourglass figure. I say that because I was speaking to somebody recently, and there's a bunch of Barbie movies on Netflix, right? and he reckons they're, like, AI-generated. They're so bizarre and oh, really, like, and really catty and really just, like, oh, interesting. Barbie and her friends turning on each other. And there's a million of them, and they're right. awful, apparently. And they're on Netflix, did you say? Apparently, yeah. There is a, a Barbie movie coming up soon with oh, yes, there was uh, Margot Robbie. image of Margot Robbie and, released. And uh, directed by Greta Gerwig, so that should be fun. I think that one could actually be good, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, another toy that was popular was G.I. Joe, as it was introduced just the year before, and skateboards, which were declared a medical menace. Nice. And also the game Operation. It's got to be, I bet there's like a Thrasher magazine T-shirt that's like Medical Menace. Medical Menace. Medical Menace. What was the last thing you said, sorry? Medical Menace. Operation, the game Operation. Oh, well, that's a Medical Menace. I agree. I'll tell you that much. You How do you get him. all that stuff in him? We don't. You get, oh. You think I you mean, you it? put him in. You put him in at the start of the game. But what's the what you're saying is what's the what's the backstory of that man? I think he put them all in himself. No, I think the doctor did it because that's what you do at the start of the game. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So just, you're a psycho doctor. It's torture, sort. yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, cool. Notable deaths? T.S. Eliot, mm. Churchill. Oh, um, not so bad. That's fine. Kind of caused a massive famine. <laughs> Look into yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> not kind of. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.S. Eliot, Nat King Cole. Malcolm, Malcolm X was assassinated at age 39. Uh, Stan Laurel of Laurel and Hardy. 
Uh, notable births, Mason. Go on. Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Your favorite, J.K. Rowling. But bearing in mind, folks, once again, we do not count notable births. It's true. Mm. So just ignore these. Yeah. As I said, your favorite, J.K. Rowling. No, she sucks. Uh, but I've she's re- all, this, this week she's all like, I've received so many DMs from people and they really support my <laughs> and whatever, and people are like, your DMs aren't open. Yeah. Nobody can DM you, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Undertaker, Dr. Dre, Ben Stiller. I didn't realize Ben Stiller was that old. What an idiot. Uh, Viola- <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid old idiot. Viola Davis, Chris Rock, Mads Mikkelsen, Kevin James, Bjork, Slash. I didn't know Bjork was that was that old. Yeah. I would have said like born in the eighties. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Brandon Lee. I suppose she was she was in a band called the Stuka Cubes, which is around in the eighties, I think. So. That is true. Oh. Uh, yeah, Brandon Lee. Oh. Robert Zombie. John C. Riley. Michael Bay. William Zabka. Frank Grillo. Steve Coogan. Dexter Holland of Offspring Fame. Whoa. That's right. Didn't you know the pretty fly for a white guy guy toured with them when they toured that? That album, the guy in the video clip with the yes, and every and he wear the big football jersey and in the he hat. came out and wow. did the thing or whatever. Wow, yeah, They're sexy girls also, probably. Okay, wow, yeah. So there you go. Wow, what a time, Mason. Have mm. you got any more information before we work out? I have out no what's more information, here? James. All right, I'm putting in Dune. Okay, and I'm putting in the CD. Okay, because the CD was invented. Uh you know what? Did we mention Mary Poppins? Did that come out that year? 1965. Is that true? I think so. Why wasn't that on the list? I don't know. I looked up notable movies and it was not there. Mm. 1964, oh. you moron. Okay, she won. Uh, Julie Andrews won Best Actress in 1965. Mason, why do you get things wrong every time? I didn't technically get, ever it get it wrong. You... I got things technically incorrect. Uh, the Sound of Music, Dr. Zhivago, Thunderball. Yeah, but I mean that. I'm going to yeah. put in Sound of Music. Put in Sound of Music and put in Thunderball, but I mean it's not like. Bond wasn't invented this year, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, the debut. True. And it was a big, you know, big seller, but it's also. It's more kind of like what happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, Doctor No. What about TV shows? Oh, God, I'm looking through here. <laughs> Nothing really. I mean, Hogan's Heroes, Days of Our Lives is still going. Still going. That's I would true. say I would put that in because that was like, like you know, dra- soap dramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And weird filters. Controversial and important subjects of the time. Exactly. Uh, has a, currently shown over 12,000 episodes. Sneaking a sandwich into space. Sandwich in space, absolutely. Would that, be, would that be the only sandwich that's ever gone to space? No, they would have packed them now. They reckon they packed them. I don't think they eat sandwiches in space. I think it's all goop out of a tube. I think they've improved upon it since okay, then. Okay, but here's why I'm saying that's the only. Oh, illegal sandwich or well, traditional it's only, it's sandwich? The only, it's the only traditional illegal sandwich. Like I reckon these days they'd be like weird space sandwiches, like the bread is weird, yeah. the meat is weird, you know. Probably no butter on them for some uh, reason. Sandwiches it's like, it's like in mechanical space. lubricant or something. Astronauts commonly make their own sandwiches and even pizza on the International Space Station, Mason. Wow. So there you go. What are they making it out of? Space food sticks. This is rocks. Yeah, that makes a lot space of sense. Space rocks. Oh, they've got to drill them out of the moon and then they exactly. make a sandwich out of them. Yeah, okay. So I'm putting in the song Satisfaction. Uh, mm. Any Beatles songs of note that I should put in there? Oh, help, I guess. Help. Yeah, help. Freaking help, all right. I'm stuck. <laughs> Help! Come and get me. Uh, the guy who stayed asleep, awake, or whatever. The guy who stayed asleep. Wow, that would have been incredible. Mm. Rectangular TV. Oh, you've got to hide your love away. Was also on. Was on that album. Hey, you got, got to hide, hide your. Love I like the away. Edward Vetter version. You would of like that. the Edward Vetter version. I do like it. That's mm. what I said. Uh, Rectangular TV. That's important, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh, Ticket to Ride was also on that album. 
What's rectangular TV? Yeah. He's got a to red and an okay. You know that song? Yes, Mason. I know songs. Nice. I know all the songs you've said. I was lying before. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Frankie and the. No, that one I didn't know. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? Hugh Hefner Batman Party? No. Bananas? Banana ex- extinct bananas. Extinct I think banana. that's important. Put extinct bananas in there. <laughs> all right. America's Taste Kitchen says. The alleged reason, blah blah blah, is the artificial is because artificial banana flavor wasn't developed by, based on the modern day banana. It was developed based on a variety called the Gross Gross Michael or the Big Mike. Big Mike. Uh there's admittedly some disagreement other whether artificial banana flavor is actually based on the Gross Michael or if its flavor profile is just more similar to the artificial stuff. But even if the answer is close to the latter, I'm confident to know that artificial banana flavor is actually reminiscent of a real banana. So apparently, it is closer. I disagree. All right. Immensely. If, given that you've never tasted the original banana. Nothing tastes like that. So, yeah, well, because it went extinct. Because <laughs> it was too good. That's why. It's just not true. Mm. All right. Uh, let's look at this. So I've got Dune CDs, uh, Sound of Music, Thunderball, Days of Our Lives, Sneaking a Sandwich into Space, Satisfaction, mm. Help Help Album, mm. uh, Rectangular TVs. Do you, you also have Sneaking Bells, into, Harmonica and Bells into That's Space? That's boring. Yeah, no, that's the true. food is more dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you stuck a bell in, did you? Mm. I see two fucking balance over here, mate. Yeah, that's right. that much. Sneak a bloody gun into space. We'll see how. See how they sneak a chainsaw into space and just fire it up <laughs> in a narrow hallway as a prank. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, be so big fun. year, I think. Yes. Big for music, big for pop culture, mm. big for Barbie's diet. Yeah. 50 kilo. Yeah, that's low. Get out of here. I don't know. I, I mean, I I reckon it's like a low 70s. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is I feel like, you know, I think we weight heavily debuts of things. Yeah. So, like, I reckon if the Beatles debuted this year, I'm like, that's a big year. But, I mean, just what you're saying, the yeah. album Help, good good album. Yeah. But, like, but how much has that influenced pop culture since then? Because aren't we looking at the impact? I mean, we've always needed a ticket to ride when that's you think true. about it. Yeah. You know? Not me. Try to ride without a ticket. It's not I do. Happen. I pay. I don't pay. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, well. I'm rude too. And I'm rude. also rude. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. I reckon it's like a low seventies. Mm. Uh, look. My, also, as a public transport professional, mm. if you're out there, you you're uh, you not you don't have a ticket. When they when they find you, mm. just just take the just take the ticket. Don't don't have a don't do a big song and dance. Just take the ticket and then write a letter and be like, sorry, I forgot. And yeah, they'll just let you off. You yeah, know. totally. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, don't have a big sook. No, because that doesn't work ever, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. seventy-one. Uh, yeah, seventy-one. Yeah, cool. Because last week, last month in nineteen seventy-nine, we did cable TV, Minder, Alien, Star Trek, the motion picture. Life oh, of Dennis Brian. Waterman died. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, no. I think we did it. Oh. Yeah. I want to say off the wall, the wall, Sony Walkman, and that got a seventy-six. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot lower than the 76 then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, yeah, that's the thing. I think there's a lot Maybe of stuff. Maybe 70. I think, I think it's a lot of stuff we recognize, but not a lot of stuff of like. Perfect um, yeah. analogy. Thank you. It is a perfect analogy, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the perfect metaphor, isn't it? It is really. What I've it? said is a perfect metaphor. That's true, Mason. Yeah. All right. So uh, 70, happy with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. Chance. All right. 1965. We can also completely reshuffle these at some point. Do you think one day we should do a bracketing system? Oh, like once we've done a certain number of years, what we should do is we should put them in brackets, and then we should eliminate some just to get rid of them forever. <laughs> 
you know? <laughs> That's not a bad Condemn idea. Condemn it to the bin of history. Yeah, you're know? absolutely right. Like That's... 1940, 1925 or whatever, go in the bin forever. Ridiculous you know? and I will not. <laughs> well, let's let's stack like 1934 up against 1999 <laughs> and see how it goes, you know? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, let's Maybe stack some silent films up against the Matrix. <laughs> see how that goes. All right. Anyway, so we're going to say wouldn't want to be alive then or hot stuff. Hot stuff. 1965, wouldn't, wouldn't want to be alive, alive then. then. Kind of interesting. Mm. And also a bunch of civil civil rights stuff that we, uh, Completely you know what? glossed over. Well, not only that, it's not even really in any of the pages that we looked at. It's not true. really featuring prominently. It's not really featuring prominently on popculturemadness.com. Well, it's not just that. I, would, I go to like several sites. I see. And of course, you know how we wrap up every week now, Mason. <laughs> we did the nut push, folks. <laughs> We're doing it right now. I mean, not yet, because there's some yeah. there's some lead-in time. We still just... we still disagree on when to lead in. Yeah. Now, now, now. It's now, right? I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's when she's like. <laughs> it's before then. You... So you think it's now? I think it's then. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think the DJ. I think the DJ maybe plays like a little bit of that, and then everybody rushes to the dance floor, and then when she starts singing, you do the nut push. I think if somebody could even. I mean, obviously nobody is still listening to this podcast <laughs> at this point. Everybody's after we've said hot stuff. People are like, or not, wouldn't want to be alive. Then. We're people, out. People are people are out. But I reckon. If people did still listen to this point, they'd be like, I know definitively. Yeah. Um, we should ask Levens. Levens would know. Levens would know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll uh, folks, um, what do we say? I mean, we, did we did it already. Ideally, ideally, there would be like a smooth like a smooth transition out from yeah. the nut bush. We'd, <laughs> but, uh, we do the entirety of the nut bush. That's right. And then it's a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back that's to right. our drinks. Yeah. All right, uh, folks. That what, what a hell of a show. Give us a year. That's right. Give, give us a year. Why. Let us know why. Yeah. Do we get a lot of those emails? Actually, sometimes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We demand. Well, let's demand them. Right. Email in weeklypanapod at gmail dot com. Put put uh, just put a year and why and a year and why. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 